0: This is the Roots Student Ministry Podcast. We are based in Southern California, and our mission is for students to connect, grow, and go in their faith alongside other believers. If you would like more information about us, check out our website at icrossroads.org roots, or you can find us on Instagram and TikTok with the handle CSM Roots. Now, let's get into this week's message. What is up, y'all? It's your boy, Kazoo. I'm very glad you're here today because we will be wrapping up our latest series called Never Give Up. So, the past few times we've met, we've been talking all about resilience. And we said that resilience is our ability to bounce back and grow stronger after we have struggled, failed, or faced hard stuff in our life. See, every single one of you in this room either has or will experience some sort of setback in your life. Big or small, challenges are going to come at all of us. The kind of challenges that threaten to knock us down and leave us wanting to give up. But that's exactly where resilience comes in. It helps us find the strength to get up, keep going and never give up. It allows us to stay in the game. And I don't know about you, but for me, resilience is definitely something I need more of in my life because I found myself in so many situations where I just wanted to give up and give in. Here's an example. As some of you know, I took dance in high school. There were four different classes, the highest class being advanced dance, which you had to audition for near the end of the second semester. I would audition every year, but ultimately never made it. I thought I was more than capable of being in advanced dance, but I guess my teacher thought otherwise. I was pretty frustrated with myself for not being good enough and I even found myself getting jealous of my friends that did make it into the class. And maybe you can relate. Your story may not sound just like mine, your challenges may look different, but if there's one thing I think we all know, it's the feeling of wanting to give up, give in, and stop trying in the face of really hard times. When you keep failing that subject or get cut from the team no matter how hard you try, or when you can't seem to shake the constant anxiety you carry with you, or when your best friend leaves you for another friend group, or when your parents get divorced, Those are the things that make us wanna stop showing up and start giving up. And honestly, I get why. We receive messages from culture all the time that tells us to believe that our best lives should be easy lives. And in a lot of ways, it's true. So much of life has become really, really easy. Like we can have pizza delivered in 30 minutes or less. We can get an answer to a question we Google in less than a second. We can have a meal ready from the microwave in two minutes. I love Hot Pockets. Or we can order that random prop from Amazon that we need for a class presentation and have it arrive the next day. It's awesome, but there's also a downside. Getting so used to convenience and speed and ease in every area makes the places where things aren't easy that much harder to get through because resilience is like a muscle. And when we don't use it enough, it weakens. And so when something that comes up that takes a lot of work or takes longer than we're used to, and we haven't had the chance to, to, we haven't had the practice to be resilient, it feels impossible to take on. When we really have to study to pass every test in that one class, when we need to have a hard conversation with a friend, when we know it's time to break up with that person who isn't good for us, when we have to speak up about something difficult or painful, When we face any setback where progress feels slow, getting through it is hard and trying to face it feels a lot like work. It feels easy to give up. And in a lot of ways, it is easier to give up. But here's why that's not a great idea and you already know this. There are many things that happen in this life that aren't going to be easy. Every single relationship that really matters, whether with Jesus, your parents, siblings, or friends, will at some point be difficult. Any hobby or any activity you wanna be great at will at some point be difficult. Some of us are going through things right now personally that are so much more difficult than we can think we can handle. A lot of difficult things are unavoidable and we need to have built up the resilience muscle to be able to handle those difficulties when they come up. But more than that, as frustrating and hard and painful these difficult times are what if these difficulties were doing something in us and to us that we would otherwise miss if we weren't going through them what if there was more to the story today i want to take a look at a verse from the new testament in the bible that i think can help us when it comes to resilience and what having resilience in the face of difficulty can do it for us it's a letter it's from a letter written by a guy who believes in and followed Jesus his, with his life. A guy named Paul. See, Paul started out as this guy who was kind of the worst. He treated people pretty terribly, especially Christians. But then Paul encountered Jesus and everything changed. Just like that, the mission of his life changed. Now, Paul was all about sharing the hope of Jesus with others because for Paul, that hope changed everything. But it wasn't easy. In fact, life for Paul was pretty challenging after that. He was disliked, beaten, abandoned, persecuted, and even put in prison. We're talking about some pretty major setbacks for Paul. And like any of us, when we face setbacks, Paul had a choice to give up or to be resilient. Paul chose resilience. He kept going, kept pushing, kept believing he could come back from his setbacks. Not because they were easy to come back from, and not because they weren't a big deal, but because Paul had a perspective about them that carried him through them. Listen to what he writes. Romans 8, chapter 18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And then later, in a, church, in a letter to the church in a city called Corinth, Paul writes something similar when he says this. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 17. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Here is what Paul is not saying. Resilience is about getting over it. Resilience is about moving on. Resilience is about not making such a big deal about what we're facing. No. Paul is saying we are suffering. We are experiencing troubles. Those things are real. But those things are doing something in us. Those things are working on us and through us and who we become on the other side. This glory that will be revealed in us that Paul mentions is better than any trouble we can face. But if we're honest, I think a lot of us would say that when it comes to difficulties, we aren't exactly imagining who we'll be on the other side. We're only thinking about what those things mean about who we are in the moment when it feels overwhelming. In fact, we're looking at ourselves in those moments through a totally different filter. You all know what an air conditioning filter is, right? It serves as a way to keep dirt and dust from entering into the air system that circulates throughout your home. In other words, it filters out the bad and only lets in the good. Well, we all have filters on our lives too. We all have a way through which we see things, ourselves included. And this is a pretty big deal because ultimately, What we see determines who we'll be. Seeing equals being. So how you see yourself in the face of difficult times has an impact on who you'll actually be in those moments. If we see ourselves as defeated, we're more likely to be defeated. If we see ourselves as weak, we're more likely to struggle to be strong. If we see ourselves as unworthy, we're more likely to believe we don't have what it takes. If we see ourselves as incapable, we're more likely to never even try. But here's the good news. Knowing Jesus changes everything. And that means it can change the filter we use to see ourselves in moments of adversity. It gives us a new filter. It reminds us that there is an us we are becoming in the middle of this difficulty that is strong, capable, and resilient. And when we keep in mind who we are becoming, we're more likely to not give up hope on us right now in the middle of a hard thing. If we see ourselves as strong, we're more likely to be strong when adversity comes. We see ourselves as capable, we're more likely to try to take on things that scare us. We see ourselves as resilient, we're more likely to approach challenges in life knowing they don't have the power to break us. Now, here's the thing. I'm not talking about just hyping yourself up with positive words. Sure, that positive self-talk can be so helpful in any situation, but here I'm talking about more than that. I'm talking about choosing the filter that tells us what's true about who we are in God's eyes. I'm talking about choosing to see ourselves the way God sees us, about choosing to believe there is work God is doing in you, even in the middle of this difficult time, and that there is a you on the other side of this that God is making you into. You know what I take all of this to mean? that you mean so much to God and God has given you what you need to be resilient in the face of difficult situations. Not only that, God has not given up on you, but at this this very moment, is shaping the person you can be on the other side of this. Now, for some of you, this may be all the encouragement you need to change the filter in the face of challenges. This may be the truth you can hold on to when you find yourself standing in front of a setback. But for others of you, I know this is hard. Because of the troubles, the challenges, the setbacks you're dealing with seem never ending. You're barely able to stay in the fight against what you're facing. And if that's you, let me just say this. I am so sorry for what you're going through. I'm sorry that life seems harder than it should be. Even though bouncing back from what's holding you back feels impossible, trust me when I tell you that it's not. The story God is writing about you does not end with your difficulty. There is is something God is doing in you, no matter how bad it feels right now, no matter how things turn out. Remember what Paul said, the suffering now won't compare to the eternal glory we'll receive later. In other words, there is a you on the other side of this, a glory, and the suffering doesn't get the last word. That's a new filter we can use to see the challenges in front of us. Here's the good news. You don't have to master that setback this second. It may take time, but eventually it will become lighter. In some cases, you'll realize that what you thought would be a lifetime was really just a brief moment in your life. And the next time you face something like it, you'll do it knowing that you can be resilient. But in order to do that, you have to choose to never give up on you. God won't give up on you. We won't give up on you, so you can't give up on you either. The more you get up, show up, and choose not to give up in the face of setbacks, the stronger and more resilient you'll become. So, to help you consider how you can choose to never give up on you, let's go back to those questions we want to ask ourselves to help us grow resilient. Number one, what is happening? What are the setbacks you're facing right now? The challenges that are causing you to want to give up? What difficulties in life feel heavy? What do you feel like you just can't conquer? Sometimes simply naming the potential setbacks that we're standing in front of makes them lose a little bit of their power. So start by being honest and naming what's holding you back. Number two, what is true no matter what? What filter can you change to see yourself or see your setback in a different way? A way that reminds you of what's true first. Go back to the verse we read earlier and think about what Paul said. Suffering isn't the end of the story. Start there. What do you need to do to remember that statement is true in what you're going through right now or when you face trouble in the future? Number three, what can you do? This is where resilience requires us to do something. So in the face of your troubles, what can you do to keep going? Maybe it's sharing with a friend you trust about how you're struggling. Maybe it's talking to a mentor, life group leader, or counselor for more help or guidance. Maybe it's memorizing that scripture that encourages you or praying consistently for strength to get through it. Maybe it's knowing your limits and practicing self-care, doing things like taking walks, journaling, listening to music, taking a nap. Whatever you can identify to help you take a step toward staying in the fight and choosing resilience, give it a shot. Listen, I know setbacks feel so heavy. And sometimes finding the strength to keep trying is so hard. But we want you to know that Roots is a great place to open up about what you're dealing with so that you can find the support you need to keep going. So will you consider sharing with your group or or a leader today? Let them encourage you to never give up on you. Let's pray. Dear God, I just thank you that you are always there for us, even through the hardest times. I pray that every person watching can remember to never give up on themselves and that they don't have to go through things alone. We love you so much, and we just pray in your name. Amen.